Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following reflects neither the policies nor the thoughts of iHeartMedia or its employees. But we think it's probably a good idea to listen to it anyway. Money Sense is a presentation of Kirsten Wealth Management Group. As managing partners of Kirsten Wealth Management Group, your hosts, Dennis Kirsten, Brad Kirsten, and Kevin Kirsten, are professional financial advisors with LPL Financial with over 75 years of combined experience. They can be reached in their Perrysburg offices at 419-872-0067 or 800-875-1786. Their email address is kirstenwealth at lpl.com. Also, visit their website at kirstenwealth.com. Opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your financial advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. And good morning and welcome to Money Sense. This is Dennis Kirsten with you this morning. And we have a slightly different show this morning. We have a special guest in the studio, Aaron Thompson from Social Security. I understand that April is National Social Security Month. So Aaron will be here this morning to, you know, share what usually is always some very valuable information as far as planning for your retirement and having Social Security be a part of that. Uh, this show is being taped on Saturday or on Friday around noon, so this is uh, there will not be any phone calls this morning. A brief update on the uh, on the market uh, uh, yesterday: the uh, market was up, Dow uh, uh, was up slightly. I think the S and P and Nasdaq were down slightly. We're in the plus column for the year, uh, not by a lot, but the uh, Dow was up uh, six tenths of a percent, S and P up two point eight. NASDAQ, a lot of technology names there, up 8.4. And it's been somewhat of a volatile year. We start off really uh, way up in January, and then we had that 10% correction. Uh, as we sit here today, um, we are positive for the year, but the Dow is 6.5% uh, below the all-time high. Uh, the S&P is down 44 uh, from the all-time high, and the NASDAQ is only off 1.4% from the all-time high, which was on January 26th. And um, I think we'll probably trade sideways for a while here, but uh, our opinion, my opinion is there's a lot of good stuff happening out there uh, that um, from the deregulation, the tax cuts, uh, I heard a comment earlier this week from Charles Schwab, uh, who's been in this uh, his career uh, has spanned 30 or 40 years in the financial services business. He made a comment uh, that he is an unabashed conservative and Trump fan. And he said what he has accomplished so far in his presidency is unprecedented in his entire career. And he has never been more optimistic about 
what will happen as a result of all of this over the next uh, two or three years. So probably with some volatility, but uh, in uh, very optimistic. So uh, tariffs, uh, worry about that, free trade and all of that. As far as I'm concerned, uh, uh, everybody should read chapter two of The Art of the Deal. You aim high and you end up with some kind of a settlement where the whole country in general is a whole lot better off. So I think uh, uh, eventually we will find that out. So Aaron, welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. And Glad to be here. Is, is uh, uh, April always uh, Social Security Month or well, we actually just started celebrating it in April a few years back. Um, April seems to be a good time because it's tax season. We're doing a lot of financial literacy. There's a lot of financial literacy going on on across the country. And so Social Security just decided it would make sense um, to celebrate National Social Security Month in April. Well, that's uh, always good to, uh, uh, you know, be aware that that's part of your overall uh, uh, retirement plan. Obviously, it was never meant to fully fund your Absolutely. retirement. Uh, and hopefully that's where uh, uh, the advisors at Hearst and Wealth Management come in to uh, help our, all of our clients uh, supplement their Social Security if they are eligible for it. So um, I know uh, generally there's a lot of uh, simple planning bullet points that everyone should be aware of. And, sure. you know, what I've found in, in our business, uh, oftentimes, Aaron, when uh, talking to clients and, and so forth, even preparing for this show, and we've been doing this for a long time, you've been doing it for a long time, and a lot of times I'll have a conversation with a client, and um, to me, I th or even in this show, I think, you know, we've been over this a lot Probably everybody knows this. Should I even bring it up again? It's, it's somewhat basic or elementary. And I continue to be surprised that it's not. And people need to be reminded of some of the basics. That is correct. So, that is correct. You know, um, and again, maybe you can just start out by sharing a few things that, um, you know, maybe we'll consider the basic things and, and to be aware of. Sure, absolutely. So this month we are really focusing on uh, taking five steps towards your financial security. And we consider step one to be just getting to know your social security. A lot a lot of people don't realize that they can go online and access their own Social Security account as long as they are age 18, have access to email, and have a U.S. mailing address. Um, so we encourage people to do that, learn more about our programs. We are not just retirement, though that's what generally people think. We do pay out survivor benefits, disability, spousal benefits. Um, we handle the Medicare program. So it's it, we are more than just retirement. There's a lot of things that people should, you know, yeah, you need to have a vested interest in that. And beyond that, once you get into your account, you really need to check your earnings. It surprises me, Dennis, how many people just, they think everybody gets a certain amount from Social Security or uh, their friend got this amount. And so that's probably what they're going to get. Uh, or assuming that the government never makes a mistake and that we have all of your earnings correct. 
most of the time we do have your earnings listed correctly. But if it's you and a couple of years are off, keep in mind we're using your top 35 years of employment to determine what you will receive from Social Security retirement. So it's very important that you're checking your earnings, checking them yearly, making sure that if something doesn't look right, you really need to be in touch with the local Social Security office as soon as possible. The... um what about the the paper statements? Are they what, what's the situation with those being mailed out versus you know checking online? Maybe not everyone is you know, I guess computer savvy enough to be comfortable doing that. Sure. So um, a few years back, due to budget constraints, we actually stopped doing the mail statement, and and. As a result, we started this My Social Security account online. For people that are not technically savvy, they can get assistance with this at their local office or, you know, a child could help them. Um, If they don't sign up, then... The five-year marks, the 10-year marks, age 60, age 50, age 55, and after 60, they should be getting them mailed. Um, And that's always a budgetary issue. So just after I say this, the agency could decide to stop mailing them again. Um, It's much better to to have it online for the simple fact that mail, um, we may not have the earnings in in real time. Uh, what I, what, if a statement comes to you today, it may not even have your 2017 earnings on it. And we may have your 2017 earnings already from the IRS. And if not today, we probably will have them by next week. So they're very fast on getting those to us. So for the most up-to-date, we would encourage online. Um, we know that many financial planners and... The, they help with this as well. So if you're not comfortable, you can get assistance with maybe a planner. You can get assistance at Social Security. We will help you get into your account and uh, show you how to use that. And we've had that situation come up many times with our clients where uh, there are different strategies. We'll talk about them Mm -hmm. throughout the show Mm -hmm. here where uh, maybe they can um, uh, still, in some cases, take a spousal benefit depending on their age and so forth and delay uh, one of the benefits until age 70 to uh, benefit in a variety of ways from a a higher benefit down the road or uh, potentially down the road a higher widow's benefit, uh, uh, you know, when someone passes away. So uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, issues for that. And, of course, there's not one right or wrong answer because none of you us know. You are correct. <laughs> none of us know exactly what lies ahead. I don't want to, uh, but uh, I think everyone should try to plan that, to give yourself the most amount of flexibility um, to cover uh, what may happen or what's most likely to happen. So, um, so anyhow, um, you know, one thing is you know estimating the retirement benefits and the eligible ages and so Absolutely. on. Absolutely, that's what we call step three: figure out what you're eligible for and the ages. Retirement continues to be minimum age of sixty-two, and you can delay up until the age of seventy for the very most dollars from Social Security. What's good for you may not be good for me. What's good for your wife may not be good for my husband. Um, so everybody's situation truly is different. Okay. And um, all right. Uh, so it's still 62 for a retirement earliest benefit, right? Correct. Okay. So, um, and then, of course, it can be delayed all the way up to age 70. Mm-hmm. And um, currently, someone, uh, what is the uh, full retirement age? 
uh, right now. What are some of the, uh, it, it all varies. I always knew that there was a very wide range between, uh, I think it was born between 1943 and 54, wasn't it? Correct. And that so, full retirement age was 66. That is correct. And then um, everyone born 1960 and later, your full retirement age is actually 67. So the group that's a little different is the 55, 56, 57, 58, 59. Those individuals born in those years are somewhere between 66 and two months and 66 and 10 months for full benefits. So for every year there. It's adding two months, two months, two months to it. Okay. Um, you're listening to um, and Wealth Management. Dennis Kirsten here with you this morning, along with Aaron Thompson from Social Security. We're talking about um, a lot of things related to that as far as planning for retirement and survivor benefits. Uh, we're going to take our first break right now, but uh, a lot more on the other side. It's hard to tell whose best interests some financial advisors have in mind. Our financial advice is based on fees, not commissions, because Kirsten Wealth management offers no proprietary investment product. We are free to choose products that best meets clients' needs, which help to preserve the integrity of our investment advice because we follow a fiduciary standard. Our only goal is to help you reach yours. For more information or schedule a consultation, call Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whatever your financial goals, working with an independent financial advisor acting as your fiduciary has the potential to improve your chances of success. At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we stay on top of the economy and markets so you don't have to. Using sophisticated planning tools and extensive research, we build long-term strategies that balance your financial objectives, time horizon, and risk tolerance. To find out more, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you retiring, changing jobs, or looking to reduce your taxable income? At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we specialize in helping investors navigate these life-changing events. Whether retirement is around the corner or many years away, it is important to work with a fiduciary-focused advisor that will look out for your best interests. To schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. It's hard to tell whose best interests some financial advisors have in mind. Our financial advice is based on fees, not commissions, because Kirsten Wealth Management offers no proprietary investment product. We are free to choose products that best meets clients' needs, which help to preserve the integrity of our investment advice, because we follow a fiduciary standard. Our only goal is to help you reach yours. For more information or schedule a consultation, call Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Okay, so we are back and um, ready to go with step four, applying for benefits. How do you apply for benefits with Social Security? Pretty much you can do almost anything online at socialsecurity.gov. You can give us a phone call. We can, uh, and you can visit us. It just, it's whatever you prefer to do. Um, you cannot file for survivor benefits online. You can file for retirement, spousal disability, and Medicare, though. And, and many people prefer to do that. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. You don't have to go to an office. Some areas, it's very far to get to a local office, and it's not convenient. So this is a nice option for people. Okay. Uh, if you're just joining us, Dennis Kirsten here uh, with you this morning, along with Aaron Thompson from Social Security. And we're talking about various planning ideas for retirement benefits and survivor benefits. So um, as far as um, managing the benefits, let's say um, someone is, uh, uh, you know, age 62, eligible for retirement. Uh, are, are there any um, kind of rules of thumb uh, whereby if someone uh, is nearing that retirement age and they're getting ready to retire, um, and of course, uh, if they're not full retirement age uh, and maybe they're going to uh, work part-time or whatever, there is an earnings limit. You, you can only earn so much uh, and if you uh, earn more than that, then you start to lose some of your benefits, and it really defeats the purpose of Absolutely. Ev- ever applying for benefits. So that's a that's a great question and and a, and a great observation, Dennis. For if you're under your full retirement age, the earnings limit in 2018 is seventeen thousand forty dollars. That's working wages. So it could be self-employment, net profit. It could be W-2 earnings. But if you're going to earn more than 17040 and you're between 62 and 65, many times it makes sense just to go ahead and wait, at least until your full retirement age. Once you hit your full retirement age, you can work, you can earn as much as you like, and you can receive your full benefit. Um, so you're getting kind of a double hit if you take your benefits early. There's a reduction for age, 25 to 30% less if you take your money as early as 62. And then if you're working, if we cut your checks even more, um, you're losing even more dollars. Well, that's right. And then um, in thinking about this, so uh, what about in the year you reach full retirement age? Um, Is it a year before? Is it that year? How does that work as far as the maximum earnings? And is it by the month, or what? What are some of the issues there? Sure. So um, the the seventeen thousand forty is just for people that are sixty two to sixty five right now, because sixty six is the full retirement age for the individuals that we're seeing this year. Um, those individuals, once they hit that magic month, they can work and earn as much as they like. Prior to that, if they decided to start their checks early, they do have a higher earnings limit of $45,360. So let's say, for example, someone's born in July. If they started their, and that is their full retirement age in July. 
July and ongoing, they can work. They can earn as much as they like. From January through June, however, if they had started their checks up early, they would have to limit their working wages to $45,360. And as long as they did, they could receive their full reduced Social Security check. So anytime you take your check early, it's very important to know there's going to be a reduction. However, if you're very close, three months away, four months away, six months away, the reduction is going to be pretty small. So is that a, a, a total dollar amount for the year, the 45000 uh, and earn that much in the first six months, or does it matter? It depends how much? on where their birthday falls. So, in my example, I gave the July example. So, from Jan- January through June, if your birthday was in April, then you and that was your full retirement age, you could earn forty five thousand three hundred sixty dollars between January and March. Now, if your birthday's in January, you kind of don't get to use this benefit because you're your full retirement age the entire year. Okay. So uh, somewhere in the, along the line, there was some kind of a monthly average thing there, or uh, what was there? $3,780 is the monthly average. Um, so if we broke it down by month, um, but again, it's everybody's situation really is different. Mm-hmm. I encourage people, if they're waiting until their full retirement age, it usually makes sense to touch base with us mm-hmm. January, the year that they're turning their full retirement age to see just what's going to work best for them. Mm-hmm. We will give you the figures. You make the decision. Yeah. And there's always somewhat of an analysis that if, um, let's say, say, and right now at age 62, what is 75%, right, of the full benefit? Correct. Okay. And then, um, you know, in in, um, a simple example, maybe uh, uh, full benefit at 66 was 2,000 a month, 75% of that would be 1,500 a month. So that's 18,000 a year times four years, 72,000. And then you do the math, if you would have waited, uh, that would be $500 more a month and you do Correct. the math and ends mm-hmm. up, uh, whenever we've done this, it's right around 12 years. 12 years beyond your full retirement age. Yeah. So I generally tell people, um, you're going to be ahead by taking your money at 62, assuming you're earning under the earnings limit of 17040 you're going to be ahead for 12 years beyond your full retirement age. So till about age 78. So you're making a good decision as long as you're not still breathing at 78. Yeah. If you are still breathing after 78, that's when you hit that break-even point and you feel the effect of that reduction. Mm-hmm. So somebody lives to ripe old age and, and uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a break-even point. The break-even yeah. point is yeah. usually about 78, yeah. correct. Yeah. Now, while we're on that subject, okay, uh, another planning idea that... Uh, there are some things that went away. With, I think it was 2015, was that? The file and suspend, restricted yeah. spouse applications. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yep, yes. Yep. So, Strategies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so obviously uh, uh, we always hear about Social Security and Medicare being in trouble. That's maybe a little bit of a different subject that uh, we may talk about it. But um, there's still some things that are there, uh, planning ideas for a husband and wife 
if they are full retirement age. Absolutely. So there is something that the listeners really need to pay attention to. If they were born January 2nd, 1954 or before. So this is a select group of people and it's not many. It's a lot, but it's not probably many people that are listening today. If you were born January 2nd, 1954 or before, if you wait until your full retirement age, you have the option to file a restricted spouse only application as long as your spouse is receiving a social security benefit. So let's say I'm married. I could receive 50% of my husband's benefit when I am 66. If that's my full retirement age, I can delay my own retirement up until the age of 70 and get 32% more than I would have received at 66. So this is a real way to make money because I'm getting something all along. It does not affect anything that Social Security pays my husband. It's extra. And I get an extra 32% more. I will switch to my own earnings record at the age of 70. So that is still available. It's what we call restricted spouse-only benefits. The key is you have to wait until your full retirement age to do this, and your husband or wife has to be receiving a Social Security benefit. So on the flip side of that, that is exactly what my wife and I are doing. That's I must great. confess, we're both over that uh, age 66 uh, requirement. So um, I think the full benefit, she thinks the uh, uh, spousal benefit, she's delaying her benefit. You said 32% divided by four. The old math teacher, that's 8% a year. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, a nice, that's a nice amount. Right. And by the time she's 70, her benefit will actually be more than mine as her percentage was reasonable enough that uh, uh, she'll actually have a higher benefit than I will. The other, I think, added advantage there is what happens when both a husband and wife are collecting a Social Security benefit and one of them dies? Okay, so that's a great question. When one person passes, a check stops. So if I delayed until age 70, my benefit amount is going to be the absolute highest it could potentially be. If I pass, my husband could receive that 32% more. He would enjoy that amount, a higher amount. So when you're delaying, you may not just be delaying for yourself to get more money in later in life because it's we never really know when we're going to pass most of the time. However, we could be helping our survivors as well. Mm-hmm. So back to the case where someone uh, took the earliest benefit at 62, mm-hmm. 75% of the benefit, it was a 12-year break even. Now, the flip side of that is someone taking the spousal benefit, you're more or less cutting that in half. Is that right? Uh, I, I mean, uh, because if, if, well, if the full benefit now is what, roughly 2800 a month or a little bit more than that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a maximum benefit for someone that worked and paid into the program 35 years at maximum dollars, um, they, maximum taxes, maximum dollars, they would be receiving $2,788 a month. Um, so if you added, you know, 32% to that, um, You could get that at age 70. You could switch over to that. A spouse is going to be limited to that 50%. 
not the delayed amount. So there's some confusion sometimes. People say, oh, I waited till age 70. Shouldn't my wife or my husband receive 50% of my age 70 benefit? The answer is no. The most a spouse can receive, a live spouse can receive, is 50% of your full retirement age amount. Mm -hmm. And then the only way a spouse is going to go up after that in benefits is in the event that you pass away and then he or she would reap those rewards. Right, right. So uh, obviously when uh, you have a situation like that, um, it, it really, uh, everybody's situation is different. It's a good benefit to a, a husband and wife especially uh, to sit down and discuss that. Do they really need that extra income? Uh, or could they benefit by taking half of it, uh, of the spousal benefit now sure. and uh, delaying theirs? And um, the variety of benefits down the road, and the payback time there is a lot uh, is a lot sooner um, uh, if you, if you do that. So that that's a very effective planning tool. So, all right, uh, you're listening to Money Sense this morning. Dennis Kirsten here with you, along with Aaron Thompson from Social Security. Uh, we're taping the show on um, uh, Friday around noon. And uh, so there's no phone calls this morning, and we will be right back after this pause. Are you retiring, changing jobs, or looking to reduce your taxable income? At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we specialize in helping investors navigate these life-changing events. Whether retirement is around the corner or many years away, it is important to work with a fiduciary-focused advisor that will look out for your best interests. To schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. See it's hard to tell whose best interests some financial advisors have in mind. Our financial advice is based on fee. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
case, not commissions, because Kirsten Wealth Management offers no proprietary investment products. We are free to choose products that best meets clients' needs, which help to preserve the integrity of our investment advice, because we follow a fiduciary standard. Our only goal is to help you reach yours. For more information or schedule a consultation, call Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whatever your financial goals, working with an independent financial advisor acting as your fiduciary has the potential to improve your chances of success. At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we stay on top of the economy and markets so you don't have to. Using sophisticated planning tools and extensive research, we build long-term strategies that balance your financial objectives, time horizon, and risk tolerance. To find out more, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you retiring, changing jobs, or looking to reduce your taxable income? At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we specialize in helping investors navigate these life-changing events. Whether retirement is around the corner or many years away, it is important to work with a fiduciary-focused advisor that will look out for your best interests. To schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. And we're back. Dennis Hurston here with you this morning, along with Aaron Thompson from Social Security. April is uh, Social Security Month, and it's a good opportunity, hopefully this morning, uh, to update you on things that are happening with Social Security and hopefully share some planning ideas with you that might be helpful. Uh, Aaron, um, variety of ways that Social Security pays a benefit. Uh, one of them is a widow's benefit. Sure. And, and um, there's you know a lot of things that go into that. And there could be some planning issues here that maybe some of the listeners are not aware of that uh, a widow could potentially increase their income if they're aware of certain things. Sure. So let's talk about that. The most a widow can ever receive or widower can ever receive off of their deceased husband or wife's record is whatever they can get at their own full retirement age. What do I mean by that? Well, on your own retirement, your benefit increases until age 70, 24% to 32% more. As a widow or as a widower, the most you will ever get is when you turn full retirement. So the most I can get off of my husband, my full retirement age is age 67. If I'm due $2,000 at 67, that's what I'm going to get. I can't delay until age 70 off of his record to get any more. So other than the cost of living, the most I can ever get is when I hit my full retirement age. So a a strategy that sometimes is overlooked per se is I go to file for retirement. I am my full retirement age. I just file for my own retirement. I don't even look at the widow's benefit at all. Many times, because I say, oh, it's less, it's less money. A lot of people say it looks like less money. It's $100 less, $200 less, $300 less. Why would I want to do that? Well, for the simple fact that you could take that benefit first and save your own until the age of 70 to get that 24 to 32% more. And so it's not just about where can I get the most money now, but it's where can I get the most money forever, How am I going to get the most? And so I do encourage people 
if you have different options at Social Security, um, some of us, it's just going to be retirement. We've never been married or, you know, the spouse didn't have a great work record or or they worked and didn't pay into Social Security or something. And, and so, you know, you're just looking at your own. But many people, you have options. You may be a widow more than one time. If you're a widow three times, as an example, then we may start you off of husband A at 60, which is the minimum age to receive a, a widow's benefit or widower's benefit. We could switch you to a different record at 65, switch you to your own earnings record at the age of 70. So um, it's, it's different strategies for different people. The important thing to know is how do I qualify as a widow? You have to be married at least nine months as long as there's no divorce involved to qualify as a widow. If there's a divorce, so it's an ex-spouse and he passes away or she passes away, you would have had to have been married at least 10 years to that person. So if you're out there and you're thinking, I've been a, I've been a widow two or three times, I've been married this many times, that's fine. Get your paperwork in order. Make sure you have those marriage certificates, those divorce decrees. Social Security is going to want to check those things, but you need to bring that up. So where's the responsibility fall there? It's really up to the individual, isn't it, to, make, to um, you know, uh, make sure that they understand, um, you know, what all their different options are and, and, and gather up that information as far as their marriage history, their work history, uh, and probably best to make an appointment to sit down to discuss all if of that. If you have a lot of options or different options, yeah. yes, this is not going to be something that you're just going to, you know, the, retirement or a benefit from us in general, this is a very permanent decision. So I want to make the best possible decision ever. Again, some people, they know I'm taking my money at 62. I've never, I'm not a widow. This is my only option. That's fine. But some of us are going to have more options. And so it does make sense. Do mm -hmm. some research, talk to some, you know, talk to Social Security, talk to a trusted professional um, prior to, to taking that leap. If someone... Um so in other words, back to this widows uh, potentially having more in the future. If they uh, took the spouse benefit, is that what you were saying, where they, and it may, they may end up with a little bit less per month now, but they're deferring their own. Is that what? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if that happened, would Social Security notify them or do they need to be aware of that? Uh, and that has to be an actual planning strategy that they were aware of it. So if somebody's getting a spousal benefit and their husband or wife passes, we're automatically going to transition them to a widow's benefit. If somebody's getting their own retirement benefit, though, and their ex passes away, unless they contact us, right. we sometimes aren't we sometimes don't know who to even contact especially if it's the ex so i do encourage people if you're out there if you've been married before if your husband or wife passes away it makes sense to contact social security see if there's anything available for you mm -hmm. okay well that's uh, obviously um you know there's some planning issues there that uh, people are not aware of, and you, you need to maximize it. Uh, things we don't talk about very often, um, but um, 
were on the subject of, of a widow. Uh, if something happened when someone was young, and they, you know, even if they're well below the retirement age and they have children at home, they potentially would be qualified for Absolutely. a benefit. Absolutely. We pay young widows all the time, and a lot of people don't realize that. If you... If your husband or wife passes away and you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, and you have kids that are under the age of 16, not only is there dollars available for them, if your husband or wife worked and paid into Social Security, but there's also money available for that surviving spouse. So we do pay those benefits. And Dennis, I think a a question people often have is, well, is there an exclusion? What if the person died... um, due to a drug overdose or to suicide, um, can Social Security still pay? There are really no exclusions. We can pay for everything. So if your loved one passes for whatever reason, please always check with Social Security. Pass this word along. Um, we will pay those survivor benefits as, as quickly as we possibly can. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, just joining us, we have Aaron Thompson from Social Security uh, with us this morning talking about some uh, planning ideas here that hopefully will be helpful to you. Um, so we have Social Security. This is uh, uh, National Social Security Month in April. So good time it's tax season uh to maybe dust some of these uh things off you know people don't normally get up on saturday morning and say uh, what do you want to do today well let's review our social security so here you are here we are on we're saturday. reminding you yeah we're reminding you that indeed you should yeah so all right uh I just mentioned uh you're listening to money sense talking about social security this morning we'll be right back after this break Are you retiring, changing jobs, or looking to reduce your taxable income? At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we specialize in helping investors navigate these life-changing events. Whether retirement is around the corner or many years away, it is important to work with a fiduciary-focused advisor that will look out for your best interests. To schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. It's hard to tell whose best interests some financial advisors have in mind. Our financial advice is based on fees, not commissions, because Kirsten Wealth Management offers no proprietary investment product. We are free to choose products that best meets clients' needs, which help to preserve the integrity of our investment advice, because we follow a fiduciary standard. Our only goal is to help you reach yours. For more information or schedule a consultation, call Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Whatever your financial goals, working with an independent financial advisor acting as your fiduciary has the potential to improve your chances of success. At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we stay on top of the economy and markets so you don't have to. Using sophisticated planning tools and extensive research, we build long-term strategies that balance your financial objectives, time horizon, and risk tolerance. To find out more, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you retiring, changing jobs, or looking to reduce your taxable income? At Kirsten Wealth Management Group, we specialize in helping investors navigate these life-changing events. Whether retirement is around the corner or many years away, it is important to work with a fiduciary-focused advisor that will look out for your best interests. To schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin at Kirsten Wealth Management, 419-872-0067. Securities and advisory service offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. 
SIPC. And welcome back to Money Sense. Dennis Hurston here with you this morning. Uh, we have Aaron Thompson here in the studio. Uh, uh, April is National Social Security Month. I'm talking about some planning ideas. All right. Uh, we've covered some things on retirement with Social Security, widow's benefits, uh, but part of Social Security is also Medicare. And um, so, anyhow, let's talk about Medicare. There's some maybe some uh, planning things that are coming up, and uh, that's almost kind of a separate subject and a lot of issues there related to Medicare. So, Aaron, what's new? Sure. So, um, one of the common questions that we will get at Social Security for the younger people that are filing to retire um, is they think that maybe if they retire at 62, 63, 64, that they can get early Medicare. And that is not the case. Medicare continues to be age 65. You can file for Medicare three months before 65, month of 65, or three months after. If you are not covered by a large group health plan, which is 20 or more employees, and it's active work, you are going to need Medicare at age 65. That's just reality. Medicare is going to be the primary payer in retirement. If you have secondary coverage, it will help fill those gaps. That's a wonderful thing. But Medicare is not until age 65. If you're already getting dollars from Social Security prior to age 65, we sign you up for two parts of Medicare. Medicare Part A is your hospitalization. Medicare Part B is the doctor's visits, lab tests, x-rays. Part A is premium free for most people. You've worked, you've paid into our program, you've already paid your taxes for that. Medicare Part B is not premium free because it is not funded by Medicare tax dollars. It's funded by general tax revenues. So most people pay $134 a month per person for Medicare Part B. Some of the changes that are happening with Medicare is a big one is happening effective April of 2018. Social Security will begin mailing out new Medicare cards to all individuals receiving Medicare. So that's about 50 million people or so will be getting a new Medicare card. The Medicare card will still be red, white, and blue. It will still have your name. It will still have your effective dates for Medicare on it. But the Social Security number is getting removed from the Medicare card. We are doing this in response to identity theft prevention. We are doing this because Congress changed the, basically said, we need to do this. We need to do this because we tell people not to carry their Social Security card, but they're carrying their Medicare card, and it's got a Social Security number on it. So this is in response to that. Now, because we have so many people receiving Medicare, we cannot mail out all 50 million cards in the month of April. It will take about a year or so, year to a year and a half, to get all of the cards issued. In the state of Ohio and in Michigan, we are expected to start issuing the cards about fall of 2018. So September, October, expect some mail. The important thing to know is that Social Security does not charge for these cards, Medicare does not charge for these cards, and it is automatic. You don't need to do anything. It will come to the address we have for you on record. So as long as Social Security has a good address for you, and we should, your card will come. There is no fee. Unfortunately, Dennis, we have heard that scams have they've been going out forever. But more recently, scam artists have been calling our Medicare clients. They've been mailing them things. They've been contacting them online, saying that they can get them a new Medicare card. They don't have to wait. 
it's a one-time fee of $25. That is false, false, false. There is no fee for the Medicare card. If you get that phone call, just hang up. Understand you don't need to do anything. Social Security or Medicare would never call anyone on the phone, is it? We do call people if you call us. Okay, but I mean... We're not going to call you out of the blue to say that we need your bank account information because why? Your checks are going direct deposit to your bank. If it's not going there, you're going to contact us. So we're not going to ask for things like bank account information. We're not calling you to pay for things. Uh, Social Security cards are free. Medicare cards are free. You don't pay for them. A nice thing about, see, we are celebrating National Social Security Month, and the big push is to get people to go online and create access to their online account. One of the things you can do through your online account is get a replacement Medicare card. So after this, we start rolling these cards out. If you need a replacement, you can get that right through the My Social Security account. In certain states, you can get a replacement Social Security card through the My Social Security account. And again, you just have to be age 18, have access to email, and have a U.S. mailing address to do that. Ohio, we're still not there. Dennis, I think we're going to be one of the last states, probably the last state. Uh, Michigan, you can. So if you're a, if you're listening and you're saying, oh, I live in Michigan, I can get my Social Security card replaced by going into my Social Security account at socialsecurity.gov. It saves so much time. I don't have to tell you, Dennis, how many people are retiring every day. Our offices are busy. In-person is busy. Over the phone is busy. If you can do some of these things at your leisure, at home, it saves you so much time. We're in the middle of all the baby boomers retiring. We are. I think we 18,000 a day. Wow. 18,000 a day. So you mentioned uh, Medicare, uh, the hospital, uh, Part B. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about, uh, there's a little bit more to Medicare. There's the prescription drugs. Sure, the Part D drug benefit. That is um, administered not by Social Security. That is actually private drug plans that offer uh, prescription drug plans just like you have when you're working uh, for a fee. You can do a comparison yourself at Medicare.gov, put in your the prescriptions that you take, how do you want your prescriptions to come in the mail, do you want to go to the pharmacy, and it will pick the top three plans based on cost, coverage, and convenience. Now, we know not everybody's online, Dennis, so people can do those at their pharmacy. They can contact the area office on aging who will do those free. Um, there's a lot of planners out there that are doing the Medicare comparisons, so it just – there's – But it's not something that we sign you up for. Mm -hmm. Every year, Medicare Part D, the drug benefit, you have the opportunity to change plans or to sign up if you didn't sign up at the initial time, which, again, is three months before 65, month of 65, three months after for Medicare. When you sign up for Medicare A and B, it's time to sign up for D or take a look at it. Most people are probably going to need it. But you can change plans every year between October 15th and December 7th. Anything that you switch goes into effect January 1 of the next year. So what if someone is um, uh, eligible, 65, Medicare, and um, 
let's say either they're not taking any medication or a very small amount that's generic and sure. if you're paying out of your pocket, it's whatever, 5 or $10 sure. a month. And they opt, number one, they opt not to sign up for it at all and then delay it and say, well, uh, you know, there's some people that spend a lot of money every month on, on, on medicine. Sure. Uh, and they delay it or can they postpone they can take a cheaper plan and then sign up later. That's a great question. What, what, what about the, uh, the pros and cons of that? Most people aren't going to want to uh, postpone signing up because you are limited. If you don't sign up when you're 65, let's say you're 68 and you need medicine. You are going to not be able to sign up until October 15th through December 7th. Your coverage doesn't go into effect until January. If you need medicine now, that could be a problem. Medicine can be very, very expensive. In addition to that, you will have a penalty for every month you should have had Medicare, Part D, the drug benefit, and you did not take it. And it's 1% per month. So if you waited a few years... You know, you could be at 30%. You could be at 40%. 50%. of what? 1% of the cost of the average Medicare drug plan. So if you waited a year or so, it might only be an extra surcharge of $3 or $4. If you wait 10 years, it could, it could be pretty significant. The bigger issue isn't the penalty per se. The bigger issue is exactly what I said. If you are 68 years old and in March you have a heart attack and now you've got $1,500 out of pocket every month to pay for in meds, you can't get a prescription drug plan until the end of the year. That's the bigger issue. Mm -hmm. But the flip side of that is, um, well, it's the same result, though. If someone opted for the lower cost plan, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have to pay the penalty sure, to sure. move it up. To and a, that's usually what people will do. So if I'm a really healthy individual, um, I'm probably going to pick the cheapest plan out there. Uh, monthly premium might be $15, $18 a month. And then in the event something does change down the road, um, I'll reassess my drug needs and switch and open enrollment. And then there's no penalty. Yeah, That is what most people do decide to do. Yeah, so... Uh, you still run the risk of, uh, uh, you know, having a year where there's a lot out of pocket costs. Sure. Do that. So, I mean, if we could tell, if we had that crystal ball, we all right. knew what we were going to have to take. It would be a lot easier. Right. Right. So, okay. The um, some of the other basic things, uh, questions that come up in our office, obviously the analysis of when to take the benefit, how to coordinate that with. Uh, the spousal benefit, things like that. Um, and, of course, how much can you earn? You covered that already. The, mm -hmm. For 2018, it's what, 17? 17,040 yep. per year, per person, right. if you are under 66. And then for every, uh, what, uh, $2 above that, uh, the your social security is reduced by $1. Correct. Yeah. Then the other question that comes up a lot is the taxation Sure. of your social security check. So you want to share the numbers with us on that? Sure. That hasn't changed for a long time. It hasn't has it? changed since tax, since social security benefits have started to be taxed. So and that was what year? Uh, 80s. In the 80s. Yeah. So, you know, there's a, I, that, that's a head scratcher if you ask me. Uh, uh, just like the alternative minimum tax. They never, you know, it, it was to... 
you know, uh, collect tax from a handful of millionaires. They never index them for inflation before you know it. It's, have, you know, it's costing tens of millions of people. Sure. So, Same they, thing. Yeah. So uh, we have about probably, I think our latest estimates, about 40% of all individuals that receive Social Security will pay some tax on their Social Security. If you are a single individual and your modified adjusted gross income exceeds 25000 including half of your Social Social Security, you are going to pay some tax. If you are a married couple and your modified adjusted gross income exceeds $32,000, you are going to pay some tax. The entire check will not be taxable. However, up to 85% can be. And that always, when I say 85%, people start to freak out and they say, oh my gosh, 85%, I'm losing 85%. No, no, no. It's at whatever tax bracket you are in. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the 10% tax bracket, then it would be, you know, you're going to pay 10% tax off of 85% of your your social security. And then what's the earnings limit this year? Were you paying in the the maximum? The maximum dollars um, taxed by Social Security. There is no maximum for Medicare. So if you make $1 million, you pay taxes on $1 million. For for Social Security, however, it's only the first $128,400 that Mm -hmm. is taxed. So anything that you make beyond that, you will not pay any Social Security tax. And again, that's how we determine what your benefit is based on the the most that can be taxed. Now, people, when they sign up, they can elect to have withholding come out of their benefit, Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. They can elect to have withholding. Um, many people do, and withholding just means we're going to send the IRS a monthly, uh, your monthly tax uh, for your your convenience. And that way you don't have to pay them every year. Yep, that's right. And for some people, it can manage it very well. It's not a bad idea. We're running short of time here. Sure. And um, so anyhow, uh, in summary, a couple of bullet points you want to make in, in summary? Absolutely. So we just want to remind all the listeners out there to, to actually do, take five steps towards your financial security this is social National Social Security Month. April is National Social Security Month. We encourage you to get to know your benefits. See what you're eligible for. Go to your Social Security account. Verify your earnings. Estimate your benefits. Apply for benefits. And then manage your benefits within your account. And if you have any follow-up questions to any of these as far as part of your retirement planning, call us at our office at Kirsten and Wealth Management in Perrysburg, uh, 419-872-0067. So uh, have a great weekend, and we will talk to you next Saturday. You've been listening to Money Sense, brought to you each week by Kirsten Wealth Management Group. To contact Dennis, Brad, or Kevin professionally, call 419-872-0067 or 800-875-1786. Their email address is kirstenwealth at lpl.com, and their website is kirstenwealth.com. Opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your financial advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.